Welcome to Relationship University. My name is Natalie Bloom, therapist and counselor specializing in young professionals. Each episode, you'll hear uncommon conversations with real people and take away psychological insights and tools to strengthen your relationship to dating, friendships, partners, and work. But most importantly, improving the relationship you have to yourself. Thanks so much for joining me and let's get it started. I really hope you love listening and learning from the podcast. And the podcast is not meant to be actual therapy or a substitute for a relationship with a mental health provider. Vulnerability is how we get close to other people. It's like taking the freeway to deep connection with someone versus taking the side roads which would be like small talk and surface level conversation. And that stuff takes us five times longer to get to where we want to go. And we might not ever get there with the small talk stuff. So vulnerability um, can help us connect with people, both new people we meet, but also people we've known for years or our whole lives. It really doesn't matter. It, It works in every relationship. And there are reasons for that. Um, One of them being that it helps us see the humanness in each other and that we actually have shared and similar feelings, thoughts, and experiences with other people that we might not have thought um, other people have experienced. So it's one of the reasons that stand-up comedians are so funny. They say the things um, that they do that everyone does, but no one wants to admit. So that's why it's so funny. Um, And shared human experience is powerful and it's connecting. Chances are, if we're going through something hard, that someone else has also gone through something hard too. And if we've struggled with something, that another person has also probably struggled with something. So being vulnerable allows us to acknowledge a shared life experience with someone else. And it it also creates a sense of meaning and a feeling that we're not so alone in the world. Some examples of vulnerability include sharing that you've had a hard day, that someone has hurt your feelings, um, that something or someone means a lot to you, um, letting someone into what's imperfect, quote unquote, in your life. It's going deeper because it's exposing a part of you that is unpolished, but true, truthful. And I think that that's another reason why we connect with vulnerability is because we really like truth. We like it when people are real and authentic. It makes us feel safe. And in a sense, it is safe to be around people that are being authentic and being real. A definition of vulnerability from the Oxford Languages uh, website online um, defines vulnerability as the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally, which doesn't sound great, right? Um, And this is why a lot of people don't put themselves out there more. And in a way, it makes so much sense. Uh, Why would we put ourselves in harm's way? Why would we expose a weakness, quote unquote, if that might cause emotional damage? An example of that Um, would be that maybe someone might not understand us if we share, someone might not relate to us, or someone might criticize us for just being open and honest and real. And for a lot of people growing up, there were life experiences 
where they were not accepted for being open um, and being who they are, whether that be um, a feeling of rejection from a parent, friends, a coach, a teacher, partner, siblings, et cetera. The list goes on. Um, and some adults are still in relationships, um, be it at work or at home or in their social life, where it might not yet feel safe or it might not be safe to share deeper. So before diving in more, I want to honor and respect that it is fair that we make an assessment and even practice some caution in being vulnerable if there's a good chance that being vulnerable is actually not safe. So if someone has shown us that they are not nice to us when we share something deeper or has been harmful or is not very kind to us the, or has not been very kind to us in the past, and that might be some reasons to practice caution around being vulnerable. Um, and if you're finding that your environment isn't safe, then I would encourage you to seek out new people in environments where um, people seem to be safer and there seems to have a level of open-mindedness and, and respect um, when they're approaching conversations. Um, and I will talk more about how to test the waters for whether it's safe or not to open up with someone um, a little bit later on. So of course, there's always the possibility that um, people might emotionally drop the ball when we are vulnerable, but there's also a really big reward when we take that risk uh, when we're interacting with someone. So when we share more about our true selves, we have the possibility of, of getting bonded and getting more connected with someone. And I'd love to go through some of the reasons why we get so connected when uh, we're vulnerable. So I have eight little points here. So the first point is that we seem more human and relatable when we're vulnerable. And chances are, if we've experienced something, someone else has. Secondly, when we open up, it's it's special. Um, it's Being vulnerable is actually a special thing. Um, it's like a gift that we give someone when we share something that's more private or real about our lives. And especially if you're someone who considers themselves to be a little bit more shy, um, opening up and being vulnerable um, can come off as really special and sacred um, when you share something that reveals like a little bit more of an expanded version of yourself. And number three is, you know, when we share something deeper, it gives someone else the permission and the opportunity to also share something deeper about who they are. And it creates just like this inherent safe space where both people can kind of back and forth, just be very truthful about who they are and their experiences in the world. And point number four is that vulnerability is actually social currency. It's it's a way to pay it forward. Like I share a secret with you and you have that secret now. And then once you share something that's more deep about yourself, someone can decide to give that back to you, give something, maybe a secret back to you or share something on a deeper level back. Um, but even if a person doesn't do that right away, people will remember that you did that. And they might open up to you later on when they feel more comfortable. And that leads to the next point. Number five is that being vulnerable makes you memorable. When you share something that's vulnerable, people will remember you and think about you much more than if you talk about the weather or ask them what show they're watching. And the reason for that is because you're sharing something that involves an emotion and people connect with and remember emotional experiences because it's more meaningful, it's more powerful. And that leads to point number six, that 
being vulnerable also makes you infinitely more interesting. Again, sharing something that you're struggling with or a challenge that you're working through is much more dynamic content than small talk. And number seven is it also gives you or gives someone the opportunity to be helpful. So when we share something that's real with someone, um, that might even invite someone uh, the chance to help us. Um, and it makes people feel more invested in a relationship when someone can be helpful to you. And studies even show that it makes people more likable when they ask for someone's help or advice, interestingly enough. And the last point, number eight, is that when you open up and share, you learn more about yourself and more about others and humankind, which really does make life feel more rich and lush. And one of the, it's really one of the reasons that we love movies, books, podcasts, and shows so much. It's a way to learn the underbelly of, of human nature and learn more about love, loss, hardship, joy, struggle, success. Um, it's really the deeper stuff that captivates us. It's the storylines that make us really interested in someone else and interesting to others. And a couple other things to just be aware of when thinking about opening up and being vulnerable is that sharing is contagious. So when one person is open and honest and sharing about themselves, it normalizes opening up for the other person. So sometimes it feels like a leap of faith to take the conversation uh, a little bit deeper. But once once you do or once, once someone does, it makes it easier and more normal for there to be this natural back and forth that's more real, open, and honest. And also, you know, sharing more intimately with other people in your life is a practice that we can take one baby step at a time, whether that's sharing with your partner when they hurt your feelings or letting a friend know when you're stressed um, or telling your sibling that you had a successful accomplishment at work. It can be one little thing at a time and being vulnerable you know, it isn't always about the negative stuff. It can be opening up about the things that are going right in your life and just kind of sharing more of the deeper content of like the, the inner workings of your mind. And so lastly, um, here are some ideas about the question of um, how to know if someone is safe to open up to. So the first thing that you can do or try out is to think about um, observing how someone is presenting themselves whether that's someone that you just met at an event or a family member or close friend, kind of asking yourself something like, does this person seem like a kind-hearted and understanding person from what I can tell? Do I think there could be a chance that, that they would be able to hear me out um, or metaphorically hold some space some for, for deeper content that I might share? And if someone seems like they might be capable of this, you can you can share something that might be like a low, like low level vulnerable. So, so not starting off by sharing like your deepest, darkest secret, but perhaps um, letting them know that it's been a hard day, for example. And if the person seems to genuinely care and maybe asks you some follow-up questions and shows interest, and most importantly, makes you feel good about sharing, um, then you can take that as a sign that this is a person that might be safe to share with and more and to be practice being more emotionally vulnerable with. So testing the waters before you dive in fully is a is a good way to kind of try things out. And I want to point out that sometimes it's a journey and we don't know 
for sure, like right away, whether or not we can be real and share with someone the first time we try it. So for example, a little while ago, I had shared with a newer friend that I was having a rough week and I kind of felt like she brushed it off and kind of gave me some advice um, that was not solicited and it was kind of unhelpful. I didn't really feel understood and it, it just it just didn't make me feel great. So for a while in my head, I kind of labeled this friend of, okay, like sh- you know, she's still a nice person. We can still enjoy time together, but I'm just going to not really go deeper with her or share kind of the deeper stuff that's happening. But then a couple months later, I reflected on it a little bit more and I thought, you know what, maybe my friend was having a, a off day and I feel like she is the kind of person that I could share more with. So I tried it again and she did a great job at, at you know, holding the space and she made me feel really good about sharing it. And she said things that felt really supportive. So sometimes it takes more than one time to see if someone is a good candidate for having a deeper connection with, and that's okay. So, you know, we're, we're all living in this, you know, interesting world We're we're trying our best. Sometimes we drop the ball or sometimes other people might drop the ball for us. So there's so much, there's so much in this topic. Um, this is a little bit of an introduction on kind of vulnerability and how it can enhance our lives and connection to others. Um, so thanks so much for listening and until next time. I hope you had a great time listening. Again, just a friendly reminder that the podcast is for informational purposes only. Relationship University is not intended to be a substitute for psychological, psychiatric, or medical advice, or diagnosis and treatment, or actual psychotherapy with a therapist or psychologist. If you're desiring or needing mental health support, please seek the advice of your medical provider or other qualified mental health professionals. If you think this may be a mental health emergency, please call your doctor or 911 immediately or go to your local emergency room. Life can be challenging sometimes and everyone goes through tough things. And I hope you're seeking professional support from your own personal therapist if that's something that you think would be beneficial to your life. I appreciate your time to listen to this and take care.